0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want
0: it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
1: The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now, michael at lmfm.ie.
0: Now, if you were listening uh, to the program earlier, you would have heard uh, Finnegal TD Fergus O'Dowd tell the COVID-19 committee yesterday about a uh, local dentist uh, who has sent a, a text out to patients telling them that they can no longer treat public patients unless they pay for the service. He said, as you may have heard, that he he rejects the dentist refusing to take medical card patients, that it is arbitrary, unacceptable, entirely unprofessional and a disgrace. Fergus O'Dowd is on uh, the line with us now. And a very good morning to you and uh, thanks for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. Uh, What do you understand uh, about uh, the reason for this?
1: Well, the first thing is I got the call from a constituent. Um, They sent me on text message and they're very worried because they're in ongoing dental treatment. They are medical card holders and they were told that their service will cease. And the problem is that uh, to get another dentist and obviously get to know who will take them, uh, that will be part of the medical card uh, treatment that dentists provide, puts a lot of pressure on them when they're already unwell and they don't have the income to pay privately. So Mm. I got in touch with the Irish Dental Council and they're the regulators. In other words, they regulate the profession. Mm. And I made a complaint to them uh, based on the grounds that the service was going to cease with immediate effect. Um, The contract states for all dentists, and I want to acknowledge they work extremely hard and Mm. particularly in in the COVID-19 situation, it's particularly difficult for them and for the patients to treat people And that's why the services weren't available for a while. But the contract means that any dentist who wants to can leave the medical card contract, but they must give three months notice and they must continue to look after their client until those three months are up. Mm. So that's where, where breach, in my view, has occurred in that if they want to leave, that's a right that they have. But they can't do it for a period of three months. And therefore, that gives time for ongoing treatment to continue and also uh, for the, the patient to get a new dentist if there is mm-hmm. one available. And that's
0: the contract uh, that uh, the dentist would have uh, with the HSE, I think, is it? Yes, it would be. With, yes, with, yes. With, with the state. Uh, like, like any contract, uh, there's two sides uh, uh, involved, uh, and uh, both have commitments. Do you believe uh, that the state has honoured its part in this well,
1: contract? Well, I've, I've raised, I got the call, as I said, uh, two days ago, I've been in touch with the Minister, I've been in touch with the Dental Council three times. And what I can say today is that the Minister's office has sent me on the following that uh, he met with the Irish Dental Associ- Association, that is the dentist's mm, professional mm. body, uh, not the regulator, on the 8th and the 15th of May. His officials met them on the 26th of May. On Tuesday of this week, he met with the CEO of the HSE, and he is hopeful that the HSE may be in a position to assist our dentist, and he expects progress on that shortly.
0: Okay, we made contact with the Irish Dental Association uh, and, uh, unfortunately, they're just not uh, available uh, this morning, but they have uh, given us a statement and they say uh, that you're right to say that uh, three months' notice must be given if a dentist wishes uh, to opt out of the contract. But the contract makes no provision for a pandemic scenario and, furthermore, the Acting Minister for Health, Simon Harris, promised... The delivery of adequate PPA for dentists at a meeting with the IDA, the dentists six weeks ago, which has not been forthcoming, dentists can 't reasonably be expected to subvent the cost of the scheme when their work has been curtailed due to a lack of PPA that has been promised to them but which has not arrived as I understand it, they have to have the PPA if they 're going to treat people don 't they i mean they 're the guidelines well, yeah well, uh, the and, and who 's going to pay actually, for it?
1: Well, I think the first point is the dental council. Have said, uh, their professional body said, that it is, of course, a clinical matter for the dentist to decide. That's the first point. Uh, and that particularly where, and I know nothing about the business other than being a patient, I'm sure, like everybody else, so where mm. there is an aerosol generated, there is additional and extra costs involved with that, and you need specialist PPE. I mean, there's no doubt about that mm. at all.
0: And the minister uh, promised it six weeks ago, but six weeks well, later, the dentists yeah, are well, paying well, for I themselves, mean, yeah, so yeah, undoubtedly they're I, charging I, people more.
1: I, I accept, Michael, that's what the, 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 the professional body are saying. What the minister is saying that he met them on the 8th and the 15th. They don't refer to that meeting. They don't refer to the meeting that the officials in the Department of Health had with the Irish Dental Association on the 26th of May. Uh, and what the minister has said that he's hopeful uh, that that the, that it resorted shortly. There's no doubt it is an additional cost. Well, but there's no doubt I also can pass doubt you it. on
0: the statement. I mean, um, the dentists are saying that they were promised six weeks ago that they would have this have equipment, which costs. I mean, yeah. sure, surely you have to understand the dead. position that they're in—that they can't work of at a loss. Uh, obviously, they need more money under the dental scheme uh, from the government, or they need the equipment. Uh, but well, you can't expect them to work at a
1: loss. Would be the wisest thing, yeah. Hmm. I think I think what the minister has also said that he doesn't want to see any additional costs on patients Uh, and obviously clearly if we can give it to hospitals and nursing homes, which I think was appropriate and proper, we should give it to to the dentist as well. I don't see that as an issue. But Mm. the the issue that I raised is different in the context of to tell somebody that you can't get any more service from your dentist is not acceptable and that's, that's the point that I'm making is that professionally You're obliged to, if you're opting out to say you have three months' notice that I'm going, but I will look after you until then. That's not what it said. What it said was, if you are, if you're, if you can be treated as a private patient, we'd love to have you. I mean, okay, no,
0: that's Okay. well I suppose uh, that's uh, the quandary uh, and uh, it needs clearing up. Uh, whilst you're with us, maybe I can just ask you very briefly about uh, Premier Periglase. I know that you've been concerned yes, about yes. this yellow brownish plume that we've been talking about uh, on uh, the programme yes. and we've highlighted uh, a, a lot of uh, the concerns and the correspondence from the EPA. I know that you've written to the EPA and you've written to the company. You've called for an investigation and for the findings uh, sure, to be made yes. public and the EPA have told you that all of that will happen. Uh, I'm not sure you've Uh, you had time to take a look at the latest correspondence from the company, or at least uh, the office in Vienna that's uh, answering on behalf of the company, and they tell us that when this incident happened on Sunday the 7th of June, nobody from Premier Periglase saw it. Nobody was watching. uh, That
1: that's very yeah. I mean, I presume, like, I mean,
0: they, they I were, know, they, were they were they were relying on mechanical instruments. They were saying they were moni- monitoring their instruments and their equipment, and it all seemed fine. So nobody saw what was going on. Is that not bizarre?
1: Well, it seems to me that first of all, the company have been in Drahada for many many years. They've been excellent employers, but obviously the, the environment is key, and obviously the safety and the health of the workers and people who live near any factory or any industry it has to be paramount. And the question that you rightly raise is that the transparency about their knowledge is creating a big question in your mind and in mine. And I think, you know, it is unacceptable that they weren't aware of that. I, I presume they would have had cameras. Now, I don't know the technology. Mm. I presume they would have cameras. And they, the said, they
0: said on the Sunday, that, as always, five people were present at the site to run the process. Two of them were in the control room monitoring our instruments and uh, equipment. We did not visually monitor the stack because all our instruments showed normal operation. All abatement <clears> systems were operating. I don't know where the other three were. It doesn't happen to, uh, to say that. Uh, but uh, they do also say that they are convinced that there was no risk to public health. But it does seem odd that they wouldn't have seen it.
1: It does, of course, and I mean you've seen the photograph. Obviously, you had one, and I've seen one as well, where there's a clearly blue or sorry, yellow, mm. uh, puma smoke coming out of it. I mean that's not that's it can, whatever it is, it can't be healthy, you know. So I think I think it's right that the EPA are investigating it. I understand the plant is now closed for a month uh, mm. because of the processes that are ongoing there anyway, but I think we need to know, and obviously the EPA are the people to tell us exactly what happened and what needs to change and that they clearly ought to be in a position to know and to see and to view and whatever needs to happen from when that that occurs again but they are a company they're very important to our town you know they 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 provide a lot of employment over the years Mm -hmm. but they have to conform fully transparently and accountably for their for their emissions okay sunday morning when you see something like that Mm. I mean, you sort of say, why is this happening on
0: Sunday? Mm. All right. I have to leave it there. We're out of time, but thank you for your time and for joining us on uh, the programme as always. That's Finnegale TD for Loud Ferguson Dowd, who concludes our programme today.